The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. In our devotionals, we are studying on excellence. Uh, and this morning, this Sunday, next Sunday, we'll be looking at excellence in life. And we, we, if we look into the Word of God, the Word of God has got various, there are some, there, 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 there are some scriptures you hear, you see, that basically talks about excellence, about winning in life. There are some categories of people that would like us to, 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 to dwell, I mean, delve into their lives and look at scriptures that describe those categories of people. We, um, quickly, this morning, we'll look at some scriptures. Um, I would like to start from Isaiah chapter 3, verse 10. When we talk about the excellent, we're talking about the, the life of the righteous. The righteous man is supposed to live an excellent life. Your life is supposed to be full of excellence. On every side, when we talk about excellence, what are we talking about? We're talking about you are best in something, best in an area. And so Isaiah says, um, uh, uh, um, for they will eat the fruit of their actions. Hallelujah. Can you hear me turn to someone this morning and say, it shall be well with you. Amen. Proverbs chapter 56. It says, great wealth. And so do you have any, if you know you are, a lot of you are righteous. Righteous people in the house this morning. We are going to look at this scripture. By the end of this, by the end of this session, you know, say, Vince you that you are the right. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Great wealth in the house of the righteous, but trouble is in the income of the wicked. Look at it. The Bible gets wealth. So if you have the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, what that means is the fact that from this scripture, great wealth should be in your house. So poverty should not be afflicting you. Glory to God. This morning, you will hear. You will say, hallelujah. Glory to God. Proverbs chapter 6. Adversity pursues sinners, but the righteous prosperity. Glory to God. Will be rewarded. Some I will be rewarded with prosperity. A good man leaves an inheritance with the righteous. We've been a righteous person. Hallelujah. 22 verse 12 to 15 says, This man will palm tree. He will grow like a cedar in Lebanon, planted in the house of the Lord. They will flourish in the courts of our God. So I'm expected to flourish because I'm a righteous person. And I, indeed, I flourish. Not only do you flourish, the Bible says that they will still yield fruit in old age. When you are 70, you are still negotiating deals. You are buying new companies. You will bring forth fruit in old age. And so, that era, when people, you know, you know, um, uh, you know, um, a lot of people, they'll tell you, you know, when I'm 60, I'll soon retire. Then I'll start living on my income, on my on my. Uh, retirement savings, or my children will start taking care of me. The Bible's plan is the fact that the older you get, the better you should become. The, this same scripture says, you will still bring forth fruit in old age. Hallelujah. They said, they shall be full of sap and very green. That is, you will be fruitful. Hallelujah. The last verse, I want us to look, still looking about the life of the righteous. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 16. It says, the wages of the righteous is life. The income of the wicked punishment. The wages of the righteous is what? Is life. It's life. And so what is wages? What you labor for, what you work for. He said, it is life. So the same way you get salaries. So I ought to have life. And I have life, the same kind of life that God has, the same life that I have. 
God's life is called Zoe. I've got Zoe at work in me. And that life takes over sickness, take, dominates poverty, dominates death. And so my wage, based on this scripture, Proverbs 10 verse 16, is life. So I have life. Somebody say, I have life. There is no death in me. There's no death in any aspect of my life. Hallelujah. A lot of people hear these scriptures. Various people are in various categories. There are people who hear these scriptures who believe it. There are people who are wondering whether these things, whether they be so. And there are people who are wondering, how can I be the righteous? What has the Bible got to say? Various people are in various positions, various categories. Whichever one you are this morning, God will illuminate the eyes of your understanding in the name of Jesus. Everyone wants all these blessings that we have declared. This is what happens to the righteous man. But who is a righteous person? Who is a righteous person? Who is the righteous? You know, before we go fully into this, um, into this message, I would like to tell you a story. There's a film I watched years ago that basically talks about redemption. That talks about, I mean, you know, I mean, well, maybe not years, maybe about a year or two. Uh, two years ago, and uh, I mean, the title of that movie is um, Miracle in Cell 7. Everybody, anybody seen that film before? Anybody seen it? Miracle in Cell 7. Miracle in Cell 7. I'll just tell you briefly. Oh, yeah, that's it. Miracle in Cell 7. I'll just tell you a bit about that story. There was this young man who was, um, I, I believe, was autistic. Was autistic. And um, he's got a daughter, got his mom. Through series of events that were not his fault, he found himself in prison for an offense that he actually didn't commit. But the circumstantial evidence, everything appears as if he actually committed that offense. And so everybody will believe a child fell into water and died. He went to, to help the child out. But by the time they got there, they found out he was carrying the dead child out of water. So as far as the father of the child was concerned, he killed the girl. And so the father of the child happened to be a general in his city. And the father just wanted to, I'm going to get this guy. So no matter everything that was done, nothing happened. The father wanted everything. Even the only witness that knew that the guy did not kill the girl. The father eliminated that witness. And so the young man was stuck. He was condemned to be shot to death. But while in prison, he met different kind of people. And at the last time, just be before that guy, just before, the day before they were supposed to go and hang him, there was another guy who was in prison. Who, because of the life he has lived and some of the things, he thought he was going to give back to society by taking the place of that young man. And when they hung, they deemed it that they hung the same guy. But it was the other guy who wore his suit and went there to represent him. And he died in his place. Yeah, he gave himself. Now look at what the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. That story, they be similar to the story of redemption. In the story of redemption, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, Therefore, if any man be 
in Christ. He is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become what? New. If any man be in Christ, hallelujah. So if you are in Christ, the Bible says you are a new creature. And how do you get into Christ? By believing in your heart and confessing the lordship of Jesus in your mouth. And so you become saved. If you don't get saved by confessing all your sins, because you cannot remember all of your sins. You get saved by believing that Jesus came to this world, died in your place, gave himself for you. And that is the way that you get saved. And you, you receive him as your Lord and your Savior. And so, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21 says, talking about Jesus, he said, For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. God made him who knew no sin. Like the story I told you, that man did not commit the offense that he said he did. That man took the place of the young man that he said killed that young girl. And it became, you know, it took him up. And then it, it took the, the consequences of the action that the young man was alleged to have done. And, and this is similar to what Jesus did for us. Jesus, who knew no sin, who knew no sin, became sin for us. That we might become the righteousness of God. So Jesus, what Jesus did for you is that for you and I, Jesus took our place. He took upon himself the sin that humanity committed. And he gave us his own righteousness. And so, I am not righteous based on what I've done. And not based on what I've not done. I'm righteous because Jesus gave me the gift of righteousness. He gave me righteousness as a gift. If I'm going to give you a gift, what do you do? If I, if, if, if I called someone this, this morning... If I said, would you like to have this pen? What would you do? You, I've not seen your action. Would you like to have this pen? What do you do? You move there, you collect it. It's a gift. Please return it after service. Hey, hey. Now, if I give, I'm giving you a gift, what do you do? You stretch forth your hand to do what? To receive it. What do you do with gift? You receive gift. If someone gives you a gift, you receive the gift. You receive the gift. Gifts are meant to be received. Righteousness is a gift given to us at, at, at the new birth, at salvation. When you get born again, you that gift of righteousness is part of the salvation package. And you receive it. You will receive the gift of righteousness. And all these blessings, all these scriptures that we've read about the fact that wealth and riches dwell in your house then you receive them as you receive the gift of righteousness. As righteousness is coming, righteousness never comes alone. Righteousness comes with all of its associates. All those associates you've read in the various scriptures we started with. You know, Bible says that if you, I mean, when you receive the gift of righteousness, then automatically it is well with you. I declare it is well with you in the name of Jesus. Listen to me. When you come to judge and their prophetic declaration, receive them, lay hold on them. As you hear the word of God, you know, so as you are hearing these scriptures, you need to declare the ones that addresses your situation, that addresses your circumstance. You know, it says the righteous, when you get born again, part of your salvation package is the fact that you receive the gift of righteousness. 
And that gift of righteousness ensures that you, along with the gift of righteousness, you are rewarded with prosperity. Proverbs chapter 13. Part of the gift of righteousness is the fact that you'll be fruitful. You, you will flourish. Proverbs chapter 92. I mean Psalms 92. Part of the gift of, or, or, or the benefit of righteousness is that you are rewarded with life. You have life. Nothing dies around you. Somebody say, nothing dies around me. I have life. I have life. Nothing dies around me. Hallelujah. Righteousness is not based on what you did, but what Jesus did. Righteousness is not based on what you did. It's not based on what I did, but based on what Jesus did. You know, if we work for righteousness, then we can take credit for it. But if we didn't work for righteousness, we can't take credit. All the credit belongs to Jesus. All the credit belongs to Jesus. The Bible says, for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 5 verse 19. I would like to read, also read the scripture. Romans chapter 5 verse 19 says, For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners, so also by one man's obedience, many will be made righteous. So by, look at this scripture, if you read it from the beginning of that chapter, Bible talks about by, by the disobedience of Adam. In the garden of Eden, Eden, many, all of us were made sinners, but by the obedience of Jesus, by Jesus obeying God, going to the cross to die in our place, many were made righteous. So, I've been made righteous. Somebody said, I've been made righteous. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm, I do not boast in my own righteousness. The Bible talks about our righteousness. The Bible says in Isaiah, that your righteousness is like filthy rags. Your righteousness is like filthy rags. But I boast in the righteousness of, of, of Christ. The Bible says one of the benefits of being a righteous man is the fact that the Bible says that the righteous, they are as bold as them. You are You are bold. You are bold. And so if you find out that you are timid, you are afraid, before you, your boss will say something in the office, you will drag under the chair. You cannot have conversations. Then you are not exhibiting your nature. Righteousness is your nature. Righteousness is the nature of God. It's the life of God. Isn't it? So you should exhibit your nature. You ought to be bold. Based on the word of God. If you do not receive Jesus Christ, you don't receive the gift of righteousness. There are no two ways about it. You have to receive, it's part of the same combo. If you do not receive the gift, you know, it's like if you, if, if you, if you go to DSTV office and then you pay for subscription, will you be able to see, watch the TV? No. You need to buy a decoder. Normally, now, when you buy the decoder, there are a lot of things attached to it. So you now have various channels you can watch at home. And so you just keep subscribing. You subscribe to keep watching. So what do we do? What do we do as the, the, the decoder, for the purpose of this teaching, is accepting Jesus. And there are a lot of other packages that comes with it. Lots of other packages. 
And one of the ways in which we keep subscribing is by spending time in fellowship with God. You keep subscribing. You, if you want to get more channels, what do you do? You pay more. You upgrade. How do you upgrade in God's kingdom? You upgrade to get more channels by spending time, by communing with the Holy Ghost, spending time in the Word. The more time you spend in the Word, the more you are downloading from heaven. The more you are spending time with God, in the, with the Holy Ghost, the more you are downloading from heaven. The more you are hearing instruction. You know what to do next. You know, you, you, you know where to go next. So, you buy the DSTV of life by accepting Jesus. You continue in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. That is how you renew your subscription. With the Word of God and with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Jesus was made a sinner without sins. And I was made righteous without doing right. I didn't have to do right. I was made righteous without doing right. I was made righteous Without doing right. Jesus became a sinner without committing any sin. So he took my place. And gave me what was rightfully his. And that's what he did for you and I. You know in Romans chapter 5 verse 2. I'm quoting from the New Living Translation. He says, because of our faith. Because of our faith. Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege, hallelujah, where we now stand and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. Bible says that Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege. It's an undeserved privilege. Christ has brought me because I accepted Christ. I've been brought into a place of undeserved privilege. Undeserved privilege in the fact that I have access to God. I have access to God. God hears my prayers. Undeserved privilege. I have undeserved privilege to wealth. I have undeserved privilege to health. I have undeserved privilege to promotion. And so, if you watch someone and they are telling you that you cannot be promoted, there's no promotion this year. Christ has brought you into a place of undeserved privilege. Christ has brought me. And so, throughout this week, throughout this month, Keep saying, Christ has brought me to a place of undeserved privilege. And so you go to work. I expect good things to happen to me. I expect to be delivered from trouble. You know, I expect to be delivered from accidents. Christ has brought me to a place of undeserved privilege. You know, one of our sisters, I don't remember a testimony I would just like to share with you. I mean, in the, in, in the course of this past week, one of our sisters was going to work very early in the morning and boarded a bus. And it was a one-chance one bus. Have you noticed most of the time, this one-chance bus happens with Sienna buses? So I would advise you, look before you leap. And she was the only one, there were five guys. She just jumped in because it was too early in the morning. And then they started attacking her, took her phone, Open your phone, ATM card, a bag, everything. And then, one of the most amazing things that happened along the line was the fact that they drove her somewhere off on the way, parked them, and told her to head down. She thought it was a tricky question. She was wondering. They gave her a bag. They gave her an ATM. You know, for ladies, you know, sometimes, if depending on the kind of wig you wear, the wig may have fallen off. The wig has fallen off in this situation. 
They gave her a wig back. They gave her a phone. They didn't take a dime from her. And they left. Now, of course, she has a few bruises. But the story of many others have not been like that. You know, we, we had um, last Sunday, one of our sisters also shared in church about how she entered a one-chance bus. But she got injured, but God delivered her. And God restored. Now, another person, God brought her. And brought both, both of them, both instances. The deliverance is deliverance, so anyhow it happens. Whether you jump out of the bus, you are alive. They didn't throw you inside water. Or they ask you to get down. It's deliverance. Christ has, somebody said, Christ has brought me into a place of undeserved privilege. Shall we just wave our hand and thank God for that deliverance that happened to our sister? And nothing missing, nothing broken. She got all her stuff back. The devil is not going to keep my stuff. Christ brought her into a place of undeserved privilege. Now, if that happened for her, now listen, that is an area for someone, the undeserved privilege you are stepping into in this new week is that that contract you have given up on is coming to you. Amen. Somebody did not hear me. They didn't hear me on this side. There are no people are looking for contracts and not on this side. I declare over you, Christ is bringing you to a place of undeserved privilege. That contract you have been waiting for is released for you this week in the name of Jesus. That job that your CV has gotten there, this week you are getting that call supernaturally. Hallelujah. That money you've been expecting is being released to you because Christ has brought you to a place of undeserved privilege. So I walk you to a place of undeserved privilege. I walk you to a season of undeserved privilege. Because I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Romans chapter 3 verse 22 says, Hallelujah. NLT says, We are made right by, with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. And this is true for everyone who believes, no matter who we are, no matter who you are, once you believe, you have been made right. Once you believe, you have been made right. There have been various descriptions of righteousness. Righteousness means right standing with God. According to Romans chapter 3 verse 22 that we read earlier on. Righteousness means ability to stand in the presence of the Father as though you never sinned. As though I never sinned. Even though I committed sin. But when I'm standing before the Father, I'm standing before the Father as a new creation. And because I'm a new creation, righteousness is mine. And because righteousness is mine, prosperity is mine. Healing is mine. Health is mine. Lastly, righteousness means ability to stand before our Father without any feeling of guilt, inferiority, condemnation, fear, and shame. God will not impute sin on the righteous. Hallelujah. Righteousness liberates you from sin and sinning. When you believe right, when you believe right, righteousness liberates you from sin, liberates you from sinning. Sin consciousness will keep you in sin. While righteousness consciousness keeps you from sinning. Righteousness is not a feeling. My righteousness of, is of God. It is divine. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. As I wrap up this morning, Romans chapter 5 verse 17 says, For if by the trespass of the one man death reigned through, through that one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one man Jesus? You are meant to reign in life. I am meant to reign in life. And that is why because of the gift of righteousness, if you look at that scripture, Romans 5.17, is that he said, those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness, they will reign. So I've, got, I've received grace and I've received the gift of righteousness. The Bible calls righteousness a gift. And so I've received the gift of righteousness when I gave my life to Jesus. And the Bible says that we will reign in life. As a new creation, you are meant to excel and reign in life. Some, tell two people around you, I'm, I, I excel, I reign in life because it is my nature. I excel and I reign in life. You know, I, I, mean, I read that same verse from the Living Bible Translation. It says, the sin of, of this one man, Adam, caused death to be king over all. The sin of Adam caused death to reign over all. But all who will take God's gift of forgiveness and acquittal are kings of life because of this one man, Jesus Christ. They are kings of life. They are kings of life. I reign as a king. I rule on earth as a king. When we talk about excellence, it means that we are reigning. We reign as kings. We rule as kings. We reign as kings. We rule as kings. I reign on earth through the gift of righteousness. I reign on earth through the gift of righteousness. I reign on earth. I reign. I rule. I reign. I rule. I reign. I reign. I reign in the different areas of my life. I rule. I exalt. You know, man is the spirit. He has a soul and he lives in a body. And so, your spirit, when you get born again, your spirit is excellent because God gives you a brand new spirit. But a lot of people, they hear about the gift of righteousness. They hear the promises, but they don't see and experience the full manifestation of it. They only experience it in one aspect of their being, in their spirit. They don't get the full detail in their soul and in their body. Next week, Sunday, we'll continue on this note. We'll look more into it. Reigning in life, excelling in life. If you're here this morning, I would like to get up on your feet and, and lift up your voice to God. You have heard God's word this morning. God's word has come to you. You are meant to reign. In this morning, I want you to open your mouth. And then I want you to begin to pray. You are going to pray this morning. And lift up your voice to God. And declare, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, I reign throughout this month of February. Come and open your mouth and begin to pray. Open your mouth and begin to declare into the days of this February. I rule, I reign in this month of February. 
Mebrekile produzo goduza. Egede gideke le prokotoso. Mambrakata la brandele prodo. Mabrake le prokotosu godo. Magraga le prokoto. Mabrake le prokoto. Rigada digele produzo. Magile produzo goduzo. Meke le brekadiga la brakata. Engelibro kotusa talaba. Manga le prokoto. Mabrake le prokoto. Regada gigada gada gada. Embrokotusa. Embrokotusa. Reke libra kada dige le produzo. Makalaba. Come on, lift up your voice to God. Give God thanks. Give God praise. Give God thanks. Give God praise. Thank Him. Thank Him that you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Through Jesus, I've been made righteous. Through Jesus, I've been made righteous. Thus, morning, come on, give God thanks. Give God praise. Give God thanks. Give Him praise this morning. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234 810 0000640.